0: Of Nick Tiffany's movie reviews coming at you in print format online at nicktiffany.com, in audio format on all podcast platforms, and in video on YouTube. Today we're going to be talking about a new film streaming on Hulu, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, which is loosely based on the same novel of the same name, written by Andres Malm. The film is a look at the climate crisis, climate activism, the methods that are usually used by most that unfortunately don't often do enough to shake up the establishments and the uh, the corporations and governments who are kind of causing a lot of a climate crisis. And the film really looks at how you might have to take things to the next level, whether it's a show of force, a show of violence, to really make things understood. And, you know, it kind of ties into this problem of revolution, not a problem of revolution, but this idea that Oftentimes, when you are fighting for your life, when you're fighting for the preservation of this planet, for your people, whatever it is, unfortunately, the only way history has shown us a lot that things actually change is through a show of force. Oftentimes, the only way that a government could be made to understand is to see just how pissed off its people are and just the lengths that they're willing to go to make that known. So this film, directed by Daniel Goldharber and co-written by Ariella Barra, who plays the main character, Sochi, is just a fascinating look at really today's climate crisis, the way multiple people are impacted all across the country, whether you're up north in the snow or down south near the desert, everyone is affected in different ways. And a lot of what is unfortunately unanimous in the people who are affected is impoverished areas, people who maybe don't have the means to relocate or to move themselves away from oil refineries, to move themselves away from construction and rigs and certain things that just are not great for your health, people who have been displaced from their land. I mean, this film really touches on how you can understand people having a personal investment in this climate crisis, in this war on the climate, and trying to create a better world for ourselves, for our kids, for future generations. I think it does a really great job of showing kind of how this would all look in present day. So Sochi, our main character, you know, she's got a college activist group where they're trying, they're making posters, they're protesting, you know, maybe they're tossing eggs, but nothing so crazy. And unfortunately nothing's really changing. You know, there's that hopelessness of, you know, hey, I'm feeling like I'm trying to do something, but my God, nothing ever happens. Or we're six college students deep. And that's not going to change the world, unfortunately. No one's going to listen to us. No one's going to listen to me because I'm a woman and I'm trying to talk about the climate crisis. You know, let alone because I'm young and everyone loves to discredit young people as well. I'm just saying that's kind of a fact. I know young people are also very opinionated and very passionate especially as they learn and we learn new things and new injustices about the world. And it's hard sometimes to sit by when you just continually hear awful news or you read stories about people who have been so adversely affected by decisions from our government, by health factors and risks that stem from creating all of these different oil reservations, fracking areas. I mean, you name it. And so, What she does is essentially kind of creates this grassroots movement has to kind of be underground. This can't be something that you're texting and emailing about, at least super obliviously. Um, What she does is she's kind of looking for people who have been affected like she has. You know, you kind of learn a little bit about her information, about where her family came from, her mother who's passed and the health conditions that were kind of brought on by the place she lived in um, and how, unfortunately, a lot of that was out of their control. It's just kind of chalked up to, well, you know, there's toxic fumes that may escape and get stuck in the atmosphere here. There's freak accidents and freak occurrences. I mean, it's just like living under a telephone pole, you know, or living under some power lines. And they tell you if you live long enough there you might get cancer. There's certain things, frequencies, whatever it is, they're emitted from certain areas and radiation where you might live that over the course of 30 years might actually slowly poison people. And so there's a lot of stuff kind of like that, which the film explores, not necessarily overly in depth, but just this idea that sometimes there really are just horrific, random, and super super specific things that happen to people as a result of different industries we've created that are meant to keep our world going, but actually are also harming our world. And so, so she finds this small group of people who all have their own kind of cause, their own reason to want to say F you to the government, F you to the big oil corporations. How can we make a show that will actually emphasize what we're feeling, that will give them an understanding of what people just like them are feeling. And God, this film is, I mean, this film is really good. It completely took me by surprise. It was one I'd seen kind of on the independent circuit, uh, was interested in it. And until I threw it on randomly one night, it was kind of, I didn't really know anything about it. I was like, I'm sure they're gonna try to blow up a pipeline. You know, it's in the name. Um, And that is part of what they're trying to do. But how you get there, how you start Planning how you're going to blow this pipeline up. That's where this story really, I think, works its best and is just ultimately fascinating. Because in this new generation, you know, I might not even in the new generation, like my mom is one of the biggest proponents of YouTube and promoters of like, hey, if there is something that you need to learn how to do, whether it's replacing the light in your car, you know, one of your taillights, or fixing something in your sink. I bet you could go on YouTube, search a video, and you'll probably find someone with a step-by-step analysis of how to do it. The number of times I've turned to YouTube or the internet for advice on how to do something, or like, hey, has anyone ever had this issue? And five people are like, yeah, you just gotta do this. I mean, it's great. You can learn so many useful tips. And then you can also go online and research how to make a bomb, how to turn fertilizer into frickin' bomb-making material. And what this culminates in is a group of people who are largely inexperienced when it comes to science, when it comes to chemistry, when it comes to bomb making. I mean, it's good that they're not expert bomb makers, but it's also terrifying because essentially you're watching these people who are like, you know, if we're going to do this, we've got to do it on our own. You know, we cannot make noise online. We cannot have Traces to phones to bank statements and credit cards. We've got to be very careful how we're doing this all. You know, we all need to be acting independent until we absolutely have to meet up together to fulfill the rest of the operation. And there's just so many tense freaking moments in this movie where (laughs) you're watching amateurs like following along with guidebooks where they're like, This is loosely how you can try to build a bomb, and this is how you can make detonators, and this is how you can disrupt frequencies to bring cameras down or whatnot and so so much the enjoyment i think also comes from obviously not knowing if this will succeed these people don't know i'm like obviously they're just as doubtful as the audience is in their ability to actually pull this off but they keep going because they have each other because they know hey i'm not the only one who is so pissed off at the world And for what's happened to me that I'm willing to make them pay. And again, this is not, you know, they're not out here. Like we're going to go execute a bunch of oil barons and we're going to go blow up a plant with tons of people in it. You know, they're really trying to make an effort to keep violence out of it, to keep people from being harmed. But the real harm has to be done to your wallet. And that's the corporation's wallet. You know, when we look at oil prices, when we look at disruptions, In our market, in our economy, obviously look at what happened with COVID and look at how our economy just completely collapsed. It's still struggling. There are aspects of that. I mean, like gas here in Washington, it's like 525 for premium, you know? It just feels like it keeps getting higher and higher and higher, inflation's blowing up. So if you, I'm like, when you hit people where it hurts, not only are you screwing over the gas and oil company if you disrupt their pipeline, You're going to make gas harder to get. It's going to be more expensive. And in turn, people are going to be pissed off. The public is going to be pissed off. So you're facing two issues there now. A PR crisis and an actual crisis. At least that's the goal of this operation. That's the thinking. And I think that that is pretty in line with what would most work well in today's society. You know, it's not enough... You know, I'm like, God, how many of these companies just write so much stuff off every year? Oh, we could take a minor loss like that. We could do that. But your look and your image is everything these days. And so when people, when you've got the masses, if you've got the masses of the country rallying and against you, that's going to hurt. So, God, this movie's just good. I feel like there's not a ton of eco thrillers or like eco terrorist movies there was a film there were two movies back like in like the 2010s there was night moves in the east looking at these different kind of cells or groups of people who you know one of them they're trying to blow this dam up um there's another one where you know they're pouring all these different toxins into these reservoirs these different companies and as a result people are dying But obviously, the way things work in our society, too, is like, oh, you know, like four or five people died as a result of some of the poisoning in the water. But it was over a really long time. And God, it's such a small worry. We'll put out little small settlements, you know, but we're not going to really change our practices. And it's frustrating because what those movies and what this movie do really well is emphasizing that point of like corporations don't care about people. They really don't. There is a bottom line that they need to meet. their are dollar signs, and that is all they see. And as much as people want to go bat for, <laughs> go to bat for billionaires and billion-dollar corporations, you know, like they don't need you to do that. They don't care about us. They really don't. Otherwise, you would see every week, like, hey, we're implementing new changes. We're going. I'm not saying you got to go all green or whatever, but there are certain practices you could stop doing and certain things you could not do that would in turn not risk people's lives, would not displace people from their homes, would not displace more Native Americans from land they've already been displaced from. And God, I mean, like the, it's the best part of what I think solid activism is too, or just as far as raising awareness or stoking a fire in people in terms of like, hey, number one, it's all right to be pissed off. I mean, that's all right we are supposed to challenge things we are supposed to be able to comment on our government its practices the all these ideas of capitalism you know and despite the fact that our economy runs on it is it the best for people no we see that all the time but you know we feel we live in this catch 22 where we that's just how things are but that's the mentality is that's just how things are it's going to be Pretty tough to change things. Change is uncomfortable. Change is tough. But when you put it up in your face, I mean, you are almost forced to change. You were forced to look at that reflection and acknowledge. And how to blow up a pipeline holds up a pretty clear mirror as to what these corporations in our government do sometimes. And honestly, I mean, this is like probably one of my favorite movies of the year. It looks like, I don't think it was shot on film but there is this graininess to it that makes it feel like it takes place almost in the 70s. I mean, it the way it's shot and the way they kind of use it like a synth soundtrack, I mean, it definitely feels like a throwback. It feels and looks like a throwback film, but with very real and very present motives and different storylines. And so I, I don't know. I was just super impressed with this movie. It's one I've gone back and watched again, kind of now that we've crossed the mid-year. It's like, all right, how does it hold up? Now that we've seen fifty some fifty some odd movies for the year, how does it stack up to the ones that I had also really enjoyed? And man, this movie is awesome. And the fact that it's on streaming, I think, makes it even better. Makes it even more accessible. Hulu. It feels like sometimes I'm like every every now and then they'll get a pretty good new movie. I mean, Prey was awesome. The Predator movie that they had released last year. Um, again, I mean, you know, that kind of had that Native American slant to it in terms of where the storyline takes place, who the players are in the surrounding area as well. Um, So I think this is a huge, huge get for Hulu. If you've got that streaming service, I would absolutely recommend you watch this. It's even one I would recommend you watch on rental. If you don't have Hulu, I think it's worth it. I think the story alone is just endlessly fascinating in the execution of this, I mean, this like small team organization of amateurs is just riveting. It is intense. At times it kind of like, I felt like I was watching, uh, oh God, the Safdie movies, Uh, Uncut Gems. I mean, Uncut Gems or Good Time. It was like that level of anxiety that you're feeling for most of the movie, this adrenaline rush of like, okay, Come on, like I know. I'm like, I know it's a movie, I know it's a movie, but oh, like I'm you really are invested in these characters and their actions, and you know the consequences of what could happen. And it's even more tense as you're watching, and you're like, ah, I don't, everything could just go really wrong really quick here, especially when you're working with chemicals. I mean, you move one wrong drop here, whole place is blown up, and so that fear and understanding of death is always there in the back of this film too, which almost makes it even more enjoyable because these characters are just so devoted to their cause that this is something I'm willing to die for. I am willing to put everything on the line to try and make this company, this government, this world know that you cannot keep doing this. You have to change your practices. You have to change the way we treat this earth we need to take care of our people, you know, I'm like, when did that stop becoming the main concern of our country, you need to take care of your citizens, poor, wealthy, middle-class alike, obviously some of those people more so than others, but again, that's, that is just the unfortunate reality of the world we live in sometimes. And so sometimes you got to take things into your own hands. You've got to be the, the vigilantes that fight for justice and fight for ultimately what's right. And you know, maybe that's a, a controversial opinion, but I would just ask that you watch this movie and then really think about it because I mean, it just really, it brings up a lot of great points. And it's again, one of those things that makes it harder To be so black and white in a world where you're like, no, you know, blowing up a pipeline would be horrible. You know, in the end, it would be really worse for the citizens, you know. But if that's what's going to piss people off and get them in the faces of these corporations, it's like sometimes you got to take risks. Sometimes you got to piss people off for the greater good. Ah, Man, I don't know. I feel like I could just talk about this movie forever, but it's one that's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling. So if you watch this movie, please let me know what you thought. Again, this is a recommendation, a solid recommendation. One of my favorite movies of the year. Absolutely check it out. How to Blow Up a Pipeline is freaking amazing. Thank you again for tuning in. For all other movie news and reviews, be sure to follow NT Movie Reviews on all social media networks, all podcast platforms, and on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.